0: Hi, everyone. Um, Welcome to this new Side. with Focus Starter session, um, where we come together to share knowledge and experiences with the community in an informal and uh, conversational way. So thank you all for joining us. Uh, On this episode, we will get to know uh, Blockness. Um, So today we have Alexandre Carvalho. He's the co-founder. Welcome, Alex.
1: Hey, guys. Thanks for the invite.
0: Okay, before we start, don't forget that you will be able to claim an exclusive OAT for the first 300 submitted valid emails. So after the session, sign up on uh, GALX to grab your OAT. Okay, welcome, Alex, again. Uh, Thank you uh, for joining us. And um, could you please uh, introduce yourself?
1: Sure. So I'm a tech guy. I started as a developer for... About 20 years ago, and I've been a, a CTO and a product lead for the last 15 years or so in multiple different startups. So I'm I'm also an old guy as you if you do the math. So I'm I'm now over 40, um, living in Lisbon, and um, and yeah. So got into blockchain in 2016, um, and then. Just went down the rabbit hole and, and here I am, um, a couple of years later, completely um, just working in stuff related to, to blockchain and, and NFTs. And uh, I think that's it for an intro.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Thank you. Um, so a few weeks ago, we announced the uh, Pokestar NFT hackathon. Uh, powered by Blockness. So for those who follow us, you've probably seen um, one of our tweets or on, on our Telegram, uh, some information about this. Mm, can you start by telling us a little bit more about Blockness?
1: Sure. So maybe I'll start by explaining how it came to be, because I think it helps um, to understand what it is. Beginning of this year, um, I decided to just leave the, the speculation side of um of a blockchain and start um, building stuff. So, creating some value in the space. So, with a group of friends, a group of builders, we started a DAO. Um, the, the idea for this DAO that is called Bloxam was to develop uh, Web3 related products and to learn while doing it and have fun and create some value. So we started by developing a, um, an NFT portfolio manager called NFT Sonar. Um, then we we were working on a, an NFT social network. So uh, you can imagine something like Instagram, but just for, for NFTs. And while we were doing it, so we started to realize that there was this... Um, so this problem of uh, retrieving data from the blockchain so every single product we we were trying to build um, there was this issue where you had to um, figure out a way to to either connect to a node or run a node and then retrieve data and then store that data um, so that um, after all of that we could still we, we could finally uh, work on some real features for the the product we were working on so, after realizing that we we started thinking, okay, maybe we can solve this problem and um, release it as a product so that's what we did. so blockness um, is a data solution, so we basically index all of the nFT related data uh, since block one uh, so currently for uh, only for Ethereum blockchain um, we then. Store that data in a um, in a transactional database, and we enrich it with um, data coming from private APIs like um, OpenSea or other marketplaces, other data sources, and then we expose all of this data through uh, a very simple API that any web-to-developer um, is familiar with, so that. Anyone can come, uh, use this API and build on top. Um, so, from the API, you are able to retrieve raw data like uh, the details of a specific NFT collection, um, all the transactions for for that collection, um, or um, a little bit uh, data that is a little bit more complex, like. Um, Let's say you want to know how many holders a collection had over the last month. So how it, it evolved, uh, let's say every hour. Or um, what did the floor for CryptoPunks uh, look like um, at the end of last year? So any data that is related to NFT, you should be able to retrieve from uh, the BlockNess API. Um, so yeah. That's it, I think.
0: (laughs) So if people want to check it out, they should go to blockness.io website, right?
1: Exactly. I I left the most important bit for you to say. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So for those who are interested in this NFT hackathon, um, what kind of work will be accepted as a submission?
1: So anything that um, can... So we can look at the, the project, the idea... And see that there is a, a future uh, business on top of it. So something that can evolve to be something meaningful, and that has that uses at least one of the uh, Blockness uh, API endpoints. And the reason for this uh, API endpoint requirement is important because we we don't want to build Blockness in a vacuum. So it's important to, to see developers try to use it and um, get feedback. So understand what are their needs. So, Blockness doesn't want to be just a um, you know um, a solution that is completely neut- neutral and just exposes the data as it is in the, on the blockchain. We want to add value. So we want to um, build. More data, so we want to to combine data points and expose them in a way that really helps the the, the teams that are building on top. So, so yeah. To sum up, uh, you just need to uh, submit a project that will um, could lead to something meaningful in the future, and that uses at least one endpoint. I think that's it, it's fairly simple.
0: So how will the selection process work for candidates?
1: Yeah, so based on the criteria that um, I described, um, the team will, will grow, go through the, um, to the submissions and select the, the ones that we find uh, have m- most likely uh, chance to succeed um, as a product after the hackathon and we will let the, the team members know of the ones that were selected.
0: Okay, great. Um, what is the most valuable advice that you can give to new builders in this space?
1: Mm. Yeah, it's a uh, it's an interesting question. So I, I would say two things are super important. Um, so one is just do it. So don't wait for the perfect market conditions or... As, as most of you have some, uh, you know, uh, some other job that you are doing uh, that takes most of your time, so don't let that stop you. So you can start something on the side. You can join uh, a team, join a DAO, um, like start contributing and and get your hands dirty. So that's the 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 first thing. The, the second part of, of the advice I would say is um, st- start with a problem. So don't try to um, fit the technology into something that um, won't have a, any useful value. Um, the the What people normally say, like build and they will come. So build something and, and users will come. It's not it, it doesn't really happen like that. So try to start with something that, like, like I described for blockness, it was something we, we saw um, it was missing. So we were feeling the pain. So we were solving for something that we identified as a problem. So so yeah, um, that, that would be my, my advice. Um, start with something that is a current pain and, and just do it. So don't don't wait for for stuff to fall into place for the perfect market conditions. They will never come. You just have to 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 start.
0: Good. That's uh, good advice. So, on your in your perspective, what are the main challenges of scaling a Web three product?
1: Web three is just uh, the application layer on top of blockchain, right? So, um, just a, the enabler for the ownership economy. Economy. So we shouldn't be looking. For a way to to cram Web3 in into stuff, um, we should use it. So use Web3 tech, blockchain tech, when we think it's a good fit for the problem we are trying to solve. Then the the scaling issue. Um, so if you start from uh, something that we we still hear every day that uh, we are still early, right? Everyone says that. So. And then I agree, we are still early. But that's good for speculation, right? That means that there's still a lot of money to be made. But for builders, um, the we are still early uh, phrase doesn't mean something super positive because it it, it really ma- it makes it hard to scale. So there's not many people in the Web3 ecosystem, many potential clients. Um, so. You have to figure out how to engage with users that are out of the ecosystem, out of this uh, you know small eco chamber. Uh, how can you overcome the adoption barriers, like um, setting up a wallet or um, asking a, a user to be a custodian of its of uh, his own assets? Um, so these are the main challenges. So we we need to look. Um, at some cool stuff that are being made. So if, if you think about, uh, I think everyone um, heard about Reddit, they, they just scaled, uh, so they just onboarded almost 3 million users into um, the blockchain ecosystem, into Web3, um, in a very smart way. So they, they didn't mention anything about NFTs. Um, they didn't require you to to set up a MetaMask wallet. Um, so I think this is the this is the important thing and, and the main challenge currently um, if you want to scale a product in, in, in Web 3, uh, you need to figure out a way to go beyond our very small ecosystem. So you need to bring people that are not into blockchain yet. Um, and that's a very tough challenge, but as uh, um, Reddit demonstrated it's it's possible. So, um so yeah i think that that that's the the main challenge right now
0: and um we rapidly connect uh, nfts to gaming um i think it's the most uh, well known um use, use case for for nfts but there's so much more uh than that so how do you see nfts on other spaces besides the the gaming one
1: so yeah even gaming there's a lot to do there and, in, and i don't think it's that obvious yet Um, so we, we still have barriers to overcome there. You know, the, the games that most of the games that are out using, um, web three NFT technology are not that exciting. Um, and most of them are, are still just being played for speculation. So, and and the game is not that the game needs to be fun, but, um, at least we know what we want to do with, um, with NFTs in gaming, right? So, uh, extracting the assets and, and um, making them available and make you own the in-game assets. Uh, It's then all about portability of those assets. And so we are moving on on the right direction, but still a lot to do. Um, The same for art and collectibles. So those are already a a reality. But the promise with NFTs is that they are um, like this uh, super... um, asset type that can be used in, in multiple things. Um, <clears throat> so where would that be? Um, I think that the, the other obvious example is ticketing. So ticketing into games, into concerts. Um, so you could use NFT as, as the ticket and then avoid scalping, um, eliminate the, the you know the counterfeiting of, of tickets. You could enable a secondary market for tickets. Um, you can do super cool stuff like the, the currently for, for the most important events in, in our lives, we, we keep the stubs, right? This, this small piece of paper, that means nothing. Um, the, the stubs as NFTs are a lot more cooler, right? You, you could have an artist just um, drafting or the designing a, an NFT for for the ticket stub and you could collect the stubs uh, so th- there's a lot of fun stuff you could do in the ticketing space um but i think th- there's even more um stuff you could do like um, an nft is a, a digital asset where the ownership and provenance can be proven without doubt so this means that any type of official doc- document can be an nft like uh uh, an house deed so meaning all of these official documents can, can become NFTs in the future and with that remove a lot of uh, bureaucracy and uh, create liquidity for, for assets that are very illiquid now um, so that's another way um, even a, um, a CV so a, a curriculum for someone could be an NFT uh, maybe a soul bound NFT where you can't uh, move it from from wallet, uh, and it may evolve with, uh, you know, let's say you 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 take an online an online course and you have this NFT in your wallet, you connect it, and as soon as you you complete the course, the NFT evolves, reflecting that you did it, and a potential employer could come and verify that you have those credentials. So that's another area. Interesting one. Maybe um, a last example. Think about all the services that you subscribe today, like um, Netflix. So imagine that Netflix subscription is an NFT. So you can resell it if you don't want it anymore. Um, Let's say you are paying monthly and at the half of the month you decide okay, I don't want it anymore. So you can resell that and recover a little bit of the money that you paid. Um, it can evolve as you as you are a customer for longer and longer. Let's say you are uh, a Netflix subscriber for five years. So you you gain this little perk where, when authenticating authenticating with your NFT, with your subscription NFT, you can see. Uh, your favorite shows a little bit before everyone else because you are this uh, long-time sus- subscriber, uh, a Netflix OG, um, or even you can gain some airdrops from your some cool NFTs from the the, the TV series that you that you prefer. So, yeah, I think it's uh, it's an endless world and and what we expect is that through this hackathon we, we we will see some very very cool ideas um besides just the, the collectibles and and uh, the art uh, that we that we already see uh, proliferating
0: yeah i think it's a really endless world and you just illustrated it um, very well uh, alex um but how can projects make it sustainable in the long term
1: So... I'm in the camp that believes that there is no going back. So decentralized ledger technology won't disappear. The benefits of having this uh, trustless movements, movement of uh, valuable assets, um, it, it's just too great. It won't go away. So NFTs as part of this ecosystem are here to stay. The only question here is how much will they uh, penetrate the, the day-to-day life? Um, will they just be using the collectible space, or are all of these new use cases also um, uh, appearing in 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 the near future?
0: I do believe they will
1: do, but um, yeah, the timeline is still far from from being clear. So to make um, this um, uh, NFTs ecosystem, so all of the projects related to NFTs sustainable in in the long term I think it's it's, it's related to a couple of things I, I mentioned before so um, we need to make them um, permeate the day to day life so we need NFTs to be um, something that you don't even realize you, you are using so you, you need to remove barriers um, the first one is the jargon so Let's not call everything that has NFTs in it NFT something. So let's let it, NFT is just a means to an end. It's not a, um, a product by itself. Let's um, we need more people, more builders in in, in the space. So um, that's very important. So and when I mean builders, it's not it's not only developers and designers. It's all it's all uh, business people, uh, marketing uh, product managers. So we need more people in the space. Um, we need to, um, you know, remove this onboarding barrier, um, of setting up, a, a wallet and, um, making people learn what is a wallet, Ethereum, NFT. So people don't, should be needing that. So again, the Reddit example is great. Um, So removing these barriers and and, um, turning this technology into something that is not uh, noticeable by itself, it's just a a layer that enables a bunch of use cases. It's the most important thing for the NFT projects to to be sustainable in the long term. So again, don't build a product just for the echo chamber. So just for this uh, subset of people, build it having in mind that it should be adopted by the wide ecosystem and, and uh, a bigger group of users. That's the, the big play that will make a, a project, uh, make it or, or break it.
0: And is there something in the NFT space that really excites you right now?
1: Not a specific thing, so but um, I would say the sheer amount of products that are coming out every single day even though we are probably in the worst bear market that uh, anyone saw, uh, it's super exciting. So even so that there are a bunch of reports that came out um, that show that the the number of um, uh, commits, so the number of the the code being written uh, on top of blockchains today is as high as ever. So that's super exciting. Um, and that shows that, yeah, we most of these builders are here for the long term because there's there's very little short term gain right now. So, yeah, that's that's super exciting for sure.
0: Yeah, um, and besides NFTs, um, regarding like the whole uh, web three space, is there anything that you are looking forward to in the next few months? A question just to uh, close our session?
1: Um, um, it's more about um, seeing how the space evolves right now. So everything is going in a very interesting direction. So you can see um, although some people perceive it as, as bad, uh, I think it's interesting to see that um, regulators are looking into the space and um, trying to put together a framework that everyone can work with so this ulti- ultimately means that we are meaningful. So the, the, the blockchain ecosystem is, um, you know, reaching all of these people outside. Um, everyone is, is starting to look um, into the space. Um, and that is definitely something very uh, interesting and, and that gives me and should, I think, should give everyone the trust that uh, this technology, this space, is here to stay and will grow, no matter what the macro environment uh, dictates. Maybe there are uh, little to no short term gains right now, but the the long term view is very, very positive.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, thanks, Alex. Um, so. If you want to learn more about the PokerStarter NFT hackathon powered by Blockness, you should go to hackathon.pokestarter.com. Uh, This is a hybrid hackathon taking place uh, from the 11th to the 13th of November. Um, and um, yeah, I think that's it for our session today. So thank you all for tuning in. Um, if you have any topic or guests you'd like to hear on full just reach out to us, let us know. And in case you've missed this entire live session or you want to share it with uh, someone, uh, make sure to subscribe to Spotify, Apple, and Google podcast channels. The episode will be available very, very soon. Uh, Alex, I will let you say goodbye and close uh, the session.
1: So thank you. Thank you to to Poolside. Thank you to Podcast Starter to, uh, well, first of all, to help us uh, putting together uh, this hackathon and all the support and um thanks for the invite uh today um it was super nice to be here and and please guys if you have an idea if you want to test that idea if you if you want to build something look at the hackathon although the 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 submission deadline um already ended or is very close um, we will keep it open for um some more hours so um have a look at it and, and be fast. We, we, we will uh, approve a couple more submissions during uh, today and tomorrow. Thank you, guys.
0: Yep, yeah, that's it. Don't miss your chance to participate. And uh, thank you, Alex. Um, I'll see you this weekend, I hope.